Hello there guys, it's Jamie here. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Jamie and the Vocal Pancreas. Now, uh, viewers of my YouTube channel um, might be a bit unsure about what this is. This is sort of my uh, new podcast. Um, took a little break from it, I took a little break from all content while I uh, just got through some uh, busy, busy work stuff. Uh, but I'm back to, uh, back in the swing of things now. And um, I decided that if I'm recording a podcast into a microphone, why not do it on video too? Because um, I don't know about you, I uh, love to uh, put YouTube videos on, like really long YouTube videos on in the background uh, while I'm working and just, I guess, listen to whatever's going on, whatever garbage someone is um, spilling out into their camera. So I'm gonna do it into my camera. But it is still available in the standard podcast channel too. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else, I think. I don't know anyone who doesn't use Spotify or Apple Podcasts who listen to their podcast, but hey, uh, my analytics show that there are people using other platforms, so hello to you, uh, and hello to my Apple and Spotify crew too. Now, if you are listening on Spotify, I can do this thing where I can ask questions and do polls and stuff like that, so um, if you want to get involved, I think I think it works on Spotify, uh, then just scroll down, there must be some sort of option, maybe I'll check it out myself and see if it even works, um, but I think we can have some fun with that, and um, we can share some responses we can open up the discussion again because this podcast is basically just me me rambling on for I guess 20 minutes half an hour uh, every week um, I am in the process of getting some guests booked in I'm uh, investing a little bit of money into the podcast going forward uh, so I'm gonna be getting a studio and a director and I've got some really really interesting people lined up um, a lot of people um, from uh, across the world so I'm not in the middle uh, a lot of people from um, you know other areas of the world that aren't the United Kingdom so there's a bit of logistics there trying to get um, everyone in a time zone where they're not staying up into the wee hours of the morning or they're not, you know, um, getting up way, way too early. Um, so I'm trying to get that all sorted out. So uh, hopefully they'll be along in um, not too long. Um, but yeah, so uh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, I've done enough rambling and housekeeping. Uh, but today what I'm going to talk about is... Um, I guess one of the reasons that I, I guess I took a natural break from diabetes content. You see, um, for just over a month now, I have had, where is it? Here it is. I have had a Dexcom, a Dexcom. Um, I'll tell you the story about how I got it. It was a total surprise. And, um, and it works with my pump, which is the Tandem T-Slim. Here it is. Uh, I got these cool stickers from uh, Type 1 Style um, who sorted out all those donations uh, for Ukraine. So check them out if you want some uh, stickers for your pump and your sensors. And yeah, I, I've had it for about a month. And do you know what? It's been incredible. So much so that for this month, I almost forgot that I was diabetic. So, when I went to my first in-person in session appointment with my diabetes uh, specialist nurse, Jane at Western General Hospital, love you, um, 
I was just chatting about uh, the inaccuracies I'd been experiencing with the Freestyle Libra 2. So if you haven't checked it out yet, there's a video on my channel where I explain how I was getting these wild, inaccurate Freestyle Libra results and what the cause of it was. Now I actually found out why this happened because I stumbled across a video by Nerdabetic and he talked about uh, vitamin C, taking on extra vitamin C makes the Freestyle Libra 2 inaccurate. And at that point, I was taking a thousand milligrams a day of vitamin C. I'm not sure if that's too much. It was like cold and flu season, so I was just trying to protect myself. <laughs> so I was, I was chugging a load of vitamin C uh, in like tablet form. You can't chug a tablet, but anyway. Uh, I was taking loads of vitamin C and um, yeah, it was making my Freestyle Libra 2 wildly inaccurate. Like it was missing hypos and it was getting really frustrating. And it's never nice to see a massive spike and a roller coaster on a graph, is it? So um, yeah, so I went in to see Jane, the diabetes specialist nurse at Western General Hospital. And she said, do, do you just want a Dexcom? And I was like, excuse me? And she said, do you just want a Dexcom? Do you want one? And I was like, yes, of course. <laughs> now, I am incredibly lucky where I live because Western General Hospital is quite, a, in the grand schemes of, scheme of things, quite a small catchment area. So luckily, literally by postcode lottery, I have been able to access pumps and Freestyle Libra and, you know, in this case, a Dexcom, maybe a lot earlier than um, a lot of other people have been able to I think still, you know, still adults struggle to get pumps in some places because there's just not the funding. So um, I was told that there are, is a certain number of uh, allocated funds to get people a Dexcom. And Jane said, because I use a tandem T-Slim X2, which has a basal IQ, a control IQ feature, um, so it's like a closed loop automatic insulin delivery system, um, that... I would be eligible for the Dexcom, and I, I was, oh my god, I come, I was so shocked. I wasn't, go, I wasn't expecting anything. I was just going along, and I was um, having a little moan about my Freestyle Libra Two. We did my HbA1c, and it was actually really good. I think it was, God, I can't remember what it was now. Um, no, oh, I can't remember what, maybe it was like 6.2 or something like that. I don't know, but it was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. And I was like, well, then I don't know what to do because like, I don't get the, the trending information when I do finger stick tests, but I'm now not feeling very confident in the Freestyle Libra 2. And it's a bit, you know, annoying really. And then she was like, well, let's get you a Dexcom. So I was like, absolutely, thanks, Jane. I'll take that Dexcom. Um, and then it, you know, it arrived like a week later and then a week after that, no, a few days after that, um, I was with the Dexcom, sorry, I was with the Tandem Educator, uh, Claire, I think her name is, and she got me all set up on Basal IQ. So now what happens is um, the pump will take a reading from the Dexcom every five minutes and then it will give me a correction if that's needed. And literally, I have never had such stable, consistent, good blood sugar. Before going on to the Dexcom, I would wake up regularly at like 12 millimoles per litre, 11 millimoles per litre, 14 millimoles per litre. Now, some of that might have been just the inaccuracy of the Freestyle Libra 2, but also um, it was just, you know, 
you don't take any insulin at night, do you? You know, unless you take an extended bolus before you go to bed, you don't take any insulin. So um, what this does is it will just sort it out for me. And it's been so fantastic because I've barely had any hypos um, and I just, I just got all this sort of brain space back that I was using to worry about diabetes, to think about uh, correcting diabetes. All of a sudden, like it was, it was, it was like I got back, like some of my focus and attention, and I was able immediately to put that, you know, into work, into just getting stuff done that I was procrastinating on, and honestly, I just didn't feel like I was diabetic for like a whole month, and that's maybe why I took like this break from YouTube. Um, because uh, I, I'm in like a new sort of studio setup here, so I'm on a, I'm on a like literally on a sofa, um, and you know I'm gonna chill out and cross my legs. Usually I'm like sat in an office chair um, when I'm recording videos, but now I'm on a lovely sofa so I can relax a bit. Um, <laughs> anyway, where was I? So I um, completely forgot that I had type 1 diabetes almost because you know at that point I was doing loads of exercise I wasn't eating very many carbs so I almost wasn't taking much insulin at all I wasn't having to bolus a lot because um, I just didn't need to the pump was doing it all for me so it was it was fantastic and I almost felt like I didn't have anything to say about diabetes yeah I made a few um, TikToks and stuff uh, there's one TikTok that <laughs> that you should watch um, when I show you how I sort of messed up my first Dexcom application and it left me, left me with this like wicked bruise. I can't remember which arm it was. I think it was this one, the arm that uh, I put my first Dexcom in and I had, I put it on like here um, and if you're listening I'm pointing to the front of my arm rather than the back of my arm where my Dexcom is right now um, and it left me this incredible huge purple bruise. Um, yeah, I basically just got really excited and just jabbed it in wherever I saw first without really thinking about it too much. And it left me this incredible bruise. Um, so, but, but apart from that, I wasn't really sort of into making content. I wasn't really, I didn't feel the need to talk about diabetes. And then that made me think, well, has all my content to date been complaining about diabetes? Is that why? Because I've got nothing to complain about. Does that mean that I don't make content anymore? And I think, you know, there's a bit of fun, isn't it, to, to talk about our... Um, mishaps and mistakes with diabetes and to poke fun at uh, the things that we all do and the things that we hear from people. So uh, yeah I don't know I just felt like uh, there was nothing to say really so I didn't say anything uh, but now I'm back and I'm back because um, my month of fantastic blood sugars was ruined one weekend not this weekend just gone the weekend before it was a sunny day I'd just been on a massive walk. Uh, I'd been down to the Portishead Beach here and seen the lifeboats and sat in the sun, um, stopped at a pub and had a Diet Coke, a pint of Diet Coke. Um, and I think I'd probably done, F I'm back on the F45 by the way, I'm back doing my uh, F45 classes at home for now, but I am gonna be going back to the studio at some point in the future. Uh, just can't seem to find the time right now, um, but I'm gonna be getting in there very, very soon. Um, so yeah, I'd done exercise that day. I'd been for this huge walk. I drank a Diet Coke, no sugar in there. Um, so I stopped off at the co-op on the way back to get a few no alcohol beers, Budweiser Zero, it was like no sugar, uh, no alcohol, like zero carbs. 
I think. They weren't that nice. I mean, they're all right, but like, ugh, I don't know. I guess they did the trick, maybe. Um, but I, I think I drank half of one and then I've still got three left in my fridge. So I obviously don't like them that much, but I'm not going to trash them uh, too much because I, you know, all right. If you don't want to drink alcohol, but you fancy a beer, then there you go. Have a non-alcohol one. Um, yeah. I drank Ukrainian beer last night, uh, but that gave me a bit of a headache. Anyway, so uh, I bought, as well as this low alcohol beer, I bought some snacks. So I bought some nuts, which is always a great low carb snack, which doesn't spike your blood sugar. But I then also bought crisps, which I thought I could rely on. I So back where I used to work, I worked with this girl called Emily Horn, and we used to like buy pop chips all the time. We always bought pop chips. We'd go through bags and bags and bags of pop chips. Now, they never used to spike my blood sugar, but having like, I don't know, maybe two servings of pop chips, it sent me like right up to 17 almost immediately and then didn't come down for like four, five, six hours. It was crazy. I was giving myself so many corrections and corrections and it just wasn't coming down. And I was really confused about how this happened. I thought my pump had broken. I thought my sight was leaky. I thought the Dexcom, God for sake, the Dexcom might be inaccurate. Oh no, what am I gonna do? But then I realized the only thing that's different here is that I haven't had pop chips in like maybe a year. And then over the weekend, I ate a fair amount of pop chips. I had the barbecue flavor and I had the salt and vinegar flavor. And now that was like vinegary. You know when um, salt and vinegar stuff is spicy? These were spicy crisps in like a not spicy way. They were like very vinegary. Enjoyable though. And I had it with like a, a sour cream dip and I had some guacamole too that I bought from the shop. Um, so there's me just reading a book in the sunshine, chomping away on these crisps. And then I'm like, what the hell is going on with my blood sugar? It took me like a day or two to realize that it was pop chips that did it because I, I was so confused. I was so absolutely confused because there is, since I've had the Dexcom, I'm, I would struggle to get over like 14, 15 at the absolute most. And that's when I've, you know, had a very, very carby meal. I didn't pre-bolus correctly. I maybe haven't taken enough insulin or I've had some chocolate or sweets or ice cream or something like that. Something that I would know, expect that's gonna spike my blood sugar. I would struggle to get over about 14, 15. Now this was like 17, I think it went to 19 at one point. Now this shouldn't be happening. I've got a Dexcom, I've got Control IQ. And I, ever since I've had Control IQ, I'm really, really good with carb counting now because you have to, or else it doesn't work. If you don't put the effort in, then the algorithm or whatever robot brain is deciding what my blood sugar should be at that moment and what corrections it should be giving me, isn't gonna work properly if I don't give it the right information. So I've been really sort of eagerly retentive about trying to get the carb counting right. And honestly, it was so frustrating because I, I was doing everything right. I was being the, the perfect diabetic. I was um, being the teacher's pet. Um, and, you know, literally I, I like weighed out the crisps. Uh, they were 15 grams per serving. That's quite average for crisps, really. A uh, little bit extra for the guacamole. Um, expected a little bit of like delay because of the sour cream and chive dip. But, you know, I didn't eat, eat the whole bucket of it. so. I wasn't expecting that much. But nevertheless, there's me 
freaking out. It honestly it ruined my day. Freaking, freaking out that um, I was heading to 17 and I still had two arrows pointing upwards. Um, and I was like, when is this going to end? When is this going to stop? Um, and I just, I remembered, I in that moment, I realised, oh my God, I haven't felt this like this in a month. Oh my God, I haven't had to deal with the stress, the anxiety, the frustration of my blood sugar doing things that I didn't expect because the Dexcom has been doing it for me and it's been like doing a really good job of it until that point. And I, I, I had to like... I had loads of these pop chips left basically and I was basically going through everything that I ate and I was thinking what did it what caused the spike and by the time I got to the pop chips I thought I can't with the pop chips I used to eat pop chips all the time I've never experienced this before but I got to the pop chips and I tried the pop chips again I've still got some barbecue ones um in my cupboard right now um I tried it I, I tested it with the salt and vinegar ones and there 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 it went there was my blood sugar going upwards with two arrows pointing upwards um and oh so the really really annoying thing with um with this especially was because um I like I say haven't been like going like urgent high you know dangerously high since having this um this Dexcom on so I wasn't prepared for what my pump would do with that information I think I found some settings now so it doesn't do it as much but but because my blood sugar was consistently over 14.3 whatever the upper limit of my um range is on the pump it was vibrating it was it was alerting me like every five minutes and you know I couldn't sleep I couldn't sleep because it was just going and I was literally going out of my mind because like what do you do you can't take the pump off and throw it away you can't um stop it from vibrating I mean you can I did find out later that you can stop it repeating the warnings uh, but even so it still does it like a lot uh, it still does it like sort of out of your control and no matter how much insulin I was taking it just wasn't doing anything and I just couldn't understand how crisps, how, you know, potatoes that are popped and not baked or fried, pop chips, um, how, how it could be doing this. It, was, it just went right over my head and I was so, so confused. And I, honestly, I'm a bit scared about um, eating crisps now because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want that to happen again because it was so annoying and my pump was so annoying with it. It's like I, I, there was like two whole nights of sleep where I just couldn't sleep because my pump was vibrating constantly. I ended up in the end switching back to insulin pens and then that started a whole nother process because finally, eventually, all the stacked doses that I've been given to myself through my insulin pump, well, then they caught up with themselves and then I just give myself a load, a load of insulin from my pens and there's nothing more annoying when you feel like you've splurged a little bit with food and then it's taken you too high and then you've overcorrected to then have a hypo where you need to eat more food. I just find that so annoying. It's, it's like, so I've worked out today, I've gone for a massive walk but, and then I had an unhealthy meal that night but it's okay because I've exercised and I've been for a walk 
that'll cancel out the unhealthy meal. Oh no, not when there's a hypo around, then you have to eat even more and it's sweets and it's sugar and it's chocolate. Um, and then you just feel just crap all around, especially if you haven't slept that night. So, you know, you've got eye bags, dark circles under your eyes, your face is puffy from eating all of the carbohydrates that your fridge has to offer, your fridge or cupboards. I don't keep many carbohydrates in the fridge. Um, <laughs> so yeah, in, in, my month of blissful ignorance about my diabetes and maybe a little bit arrogance, I went and enjoyed a bag of crisps which brought me crashing back down to earth and rudely reminded me that I have type 1 diabetes. But yeah, I sort of had to work a little bit towards it, but I'm back to trusting my Dexcom now. Um, I am struggling a little bit with getting around it with exercise. So there's an exercise setting that I can put on uh, before and during exercise, um, but I haven't cracked it yet. I still am having a few hypos because I mean, I'm exercising most days of the week now. I'm doing F45 at home, I'm going swimming and I'm getting loads and loads of steps in. I'm, I'm like walking every day, like my whole lunch break. I'm going for a walk. Basically, I'm just, I, I, I'm out of my rut that I guess I was in. Um, a chapter of my life has closed and I'm feeling reinvigorated and full of energy. <coughs> Sorry, I think I just swallowed some dust that's flying around. Uh, I'm not great at dusting. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just reinvigorated uh, and I have uh, just like this need to exercise again. And I want to and it just keeps me in check, it keeps me healthy, I eat good when I exercise, it keeps, you know, the brain ticking over, keeps me in a positive mood. Um, and yeah, I do F45, I go for walks, and I'm swimming, I'm gonna go swimming again tonight. I've been swimming most days, five or a time, quite expensive for most days, but I, I'm gonna get a membership, um, so it's like 25 quid a month. Um, but yes, uh, I, I am, the camera cut out before, so I don't know how much of this we've heard already, but I, this weekend, I'm taking my Dexcom and my pump to a festival for the first time together. Uh, I've taken my tandem uh, to a festival before, uh, last, I don't know, September maybe, August, I don't know. It was sometime last year, I think. Honestly, can't remember, couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> But I'm going to Bolter Festival in Chepstow this weekend, so um, I'm going to do a little bit of a, a video about how um, I, I am diabetic at uh, a festival. I'm going to do a video on my Dexcom, um, uh, and I'm going to try and record another podcast before I go to the festival, so I've got something to put out. If you want to see, by the way, my content earlier, I do have a Patreon account where you can join for as little as £1 a month. You just get to see the videos earlier. You just, just get to listen to the podcast earlier. Um, and then what I might try and start doing, if people want to sign up, um, then is do some live streams. Um, like I said, I'm going to be bringing uh, some guests onto the podcast. I'm going to get the return of the panel podcast sorted very, very soon. Uh, and yeah, what that will mean is just access to... Um, to the content early and hopefully the live stream. So I might just try and live stream these podcasts anyway uh, on TikTok uh, and YouTube. I uh, just just get just get the ball rolling. Uh, I just needed to get this one recorded and get it out of the way before I forget um, today. So yeah, lots of plans. Um, back into coming up with content ideas and putting them together for you. I've got loads and loads and loads of videos like in the can 
just need to need to be put together and put out so i'll get those to you um i promise very very soon i'm, I'm aiming for one video and one podcast a week at least and TikToks in between. Uh, so, you know, I'm, put, I'm putting in the work. And if you want to support me, there is a Patreon channel uh, too. There's also a Spreadshirt and Teespring shop where I've designed some little diabetic accessories, uh, T-shirts, hoodies, uh, pouches and stuff like that. So if you fancy supporting me, uh, then you can do there are two ways, but there's absolutely no pressure. Uh, and there never will be. My content will always be free uh, at the point of use um, for anyone who needs it slash wants it. Uh, so there we go. That is uh, an episode of JV and the Broken Pancreas. Uh, the story of how I almost forgot that I was type 1 diabetic and then was rudely reminded by a bag of crisps. Uh, do, if you want to, follow me across my social media channels. I am at Jamie Lowe on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. It'd be great uh, to see your faces. Uh, if you want to uh, send me a DM, got any questions, want to talk about something to do with diabetes or indeed anything else, uh, just drop me a DM or you can email me at hello uh, at jamielow.co. That's hello at jamielow.co. And I always say this and I'm yet to get many responses um, in this regard, but I mean, if you want to come on the podcast, if you have an idea um, of a discussion, you've got something you want to shout about, um, then please do get in touch, email me, uh, get in touch with me on social media and we'll do a podcast together. Uh, but that is all from me today. Thank you so much for watching. That is all from me today. Thank you so much uh, for watching and indeed listening if you're doing that. Please, if you can, leave me a, a review or a thumbs up on this video. Uh, I'd love to know if you've experienced anything similar too. So if you're listening on the podcast, there'll be uh, an option where you can leave a response. And if you're watching uh, on YouTube, then just use the comments box below. I'm gonna be back um, later on this week telling you all about the things that I've learned with my Dexcom as I insert a Dexcom sensor. So uh, do stay subscribed uh, to all of my feeds so you can see that and I will see you then. Thanks for listening or watching, whichever one you did. Bye-bye.